Saturday, Saturday for the people. Here we are again, Saturday, another weekend. Thank God this week flew by. And you know what? I'm going to start off hot today. I got to be honest. There's not a lot of stuff that gets me stressed out. The weird part is I really don't even get stressed about big stuff. I get stressed about little things, big stuff. I don't even give a shit. Car accident, um, tree falling over, comet heading towards earth. I don't give a shit, but little stuff finds a way of being a little pebble in my shoe and just irritating me. And that's how I'm feeling right now. I feel irritated. I feel annoyed, to be honest. I've never had more technical issues than I've ever had this week. And computer stuff is what drives me over the edge. I have a printer. And that's something that prints things when you send a file to it. Here's the whole thing. Is that uh, my printer now, I'm trying to scan a thing today. I got to scan a thing. People make you scan stuff. I got to scan something, send it over. Okay. So here's what I tried first was first. I was like, okay, I'm trying my regular scanner and I try to use the scanner app on my, on my computer. I double click it. And somehow it says you don't have permission to access the scanner, contact your administrator. And I go, excuse me. I'm the administrator. This is my computer. I'm the administrator. Okay, MacBook, let me go talk to myself and see if I can get permission. Yes, I just talked to the boss myself. He said, you have permission. Let me in. So I go onto the internet and I'm expecting this to be an easy fix. You don't have permission to this app, whatever. So fortunately, there's a community having the same issue. And this issue is with the most recent OS system called Big Sur. Dumbest name I've ever heard. The dumbest name I've ever heard for a computer software program, Big Sur. What does it mean? So there's a whole community. Everyone's having issues. They can't access their app. They don't have permission. So I go on this, uh, you know, I'm going into these Reddit forums. I'm going onto the Yahoo Answers, all this crazy stuff, right? And uh, there's videos. The videos seem very promising. I click the video, how to solve, can't, don't have permission for this app. It's got a lot of good ratings. It's 13 minutes long. <laughs> Dude, and right away, when you see a video trying to solve a simple problem that's 13 minutes long, right away I have doubt. I'm about 50-50 now because I'm like, this is if this is 13 minutes of video to figure this issue out, it's pretty unlikely I'm going to be able to do all this shit. 13 minutes. Come on, this should be two seconds. So I start watching this one video and it's like, hello, my name is Brandon. I am here to help you. If you have the error that pops up that says, I cannot access this application in Big Sur. And I'm like, dude, that's exactly my issue. Yes, thank you, Brandon. And I scroll to the comments and everyone's like, thank you, this solved it for me. And I go, here it is. Here it is. I've come to the promised land. Thank God. And he goes, all you have to do is open the application. And I go, okay, double click. You'll see it doesn't let you in. I'm like, yes, I'm with you, Brandon. Okay, now open terminal. So you open terminal, which is like this weird window that pops up on your MacBook. Okay. Type in this code. I type in the code, right? So far, so good. 
Now you want to download the package contents and then install Brew Home. And then once you have that, you want to find the file location for this folder, access the file location, open the contents folder, change the permissions on that. Then you want to reboot your computer, plug it into a European outlet, not a North American outlet. Go down, start your barbecue, come back up, turn your barbecue off, restart one more time, go into safety mode. You then want to re-download the program, copy and paste it into a temporary iCloud file. Once the iCloud file has been updated, you want to transfer that back to your junk folder. The junk folder will trick the computer into thinking it's been deleted, but it hasn't. Copy the code from the junk folder into the original application. Then you want to hold shift, the letter U, the letter J, the letter N, the number 9, and the dollar sign at the same time. Spin three times in a circle, pray to the sky, and then one more time, click reboot, and boom, it's working. And as soon as I see the beginning of that happening, I go, well, not going to do that. And that's what all this shit is. Dude, all I want to do is open my printer. And there's people like these videos are people typing in code. Like, honestly, they're typing in code. They're coding now. To, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. So not helpful. Can't scan stuff. So then I go, all right, I can't scan this document which is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life that I can't even access this for some reason. So now I hop on my phone and I go, let's scan it. Let's scan it with my phone. This has a, you know, it's got three cameras on it at this point. Surely we can scan. And so I'm looking on the app store for the scan applications and there's a bunch and I'm like, oh, these are great too. These are great. And they have five-star reviews again, very good reviews, just like Brandon. And I download the scan app and dude, it's one of these things. It's one of those like, Hey, do you want to use this app? And I'm like, yeah. And it's like, okay, cool. Click. Okay. Put your payment information in. And I go, definitely not going to do that. Why would I ever do that? And they go, put your payment information in just in case. Um, because to, you get one day free and then tomorrow we're going to start charging you $57 per month. Uh, so delete. And then I go to the next scan app, same thing. So all of those scanner apps are the same. It's all a, it's all a scam, dude. It's a scan scam. That's the worst kind of scam. It's a scan scam. And they're trying to trick you into just downloading the app really quick, making an impulse decision. And then they secretly charge you like $200 a month. They basically charge you a mortgage every month for the rest of your life because you didn't read all the terms and conditions. So annoying. Okay, so now my scanner doesn't work. I can't scan with my phone. So I ended up just taking a picture of the thing with my phone and then like editing it, converting to a PDF. But what a stupid, that's where I go. Like we make all these leaps forward and that's one small step for man, three giant leaps for mankind. But as we make these steps forward, sometimes we go backwards where you're like, oh, cool. Can't even use my own scanner now. Can't even print documents without somehow typing code into my computer. What's going on out here? I don't think that Steve Jobs would be too pumped about that. His whole thing was ease of use. And now I got to type code into my Mac so that I can, ugh, ugh. So yeah, annoyed. I'm annoyed by all of that. So then I've already got that pent up energy, right? I already got this pent up anger with technology. Now, I mentioned a couple of podcasts ago that we did a recording here um, 
at the Calgary Yuck Yucks. We did a live stand-up comedy recording, and we're so fortunate. Now, this is kind of what's interesting about the backstory here is Just for Laughs is now doing these recordings called JFL Originals, and they're featuring Canadian comics, which is awesome and something I think that needs to be done more. And we actually had a recording initially scheduled back in March. I think it was like March 9th of 2020. So imagine this. We have a recording scheduled for March 9th, 2020. And it's relevant because as soon as we record, that is then submitted to Just for Laughs. They distribute it to SiriusXM. It's playing all over the, the world. And it's playing all over everywhere, all the platforms. And then as a comedian, you also get royalties from your tracks being played. So that's a big deal. And that's a big, not just an income source. That's not even the most important thing, but it is a big income source, but it's also a very prestigious thing. And it's a great way to be able to reach new people and uh, other fans of comedy in a way that you're not able to do otherwise. So we had a uh, recording scheduled for March 9th, around there for 2020. Now, I'm not kidding you when I say the lockdown happened on the Friday before that recording. The recording was on Monday and the lockdown happened on Friday, which is absolutely at this point just hilarious because even if they had scheduled it three days earlier, we would have been able to record, get those on the radio and then had the exposure and the royalties are, you know, throughout the pandemic or whatever. So fortunately, so that got canceled. And then fortunately, in the brief window where the, the club was open over the summer, Just for Laughs came back and we recorded again. So lucky, so fortunate, and I'm super excited that we were able to do that. It's now playing everywhere. And so today I spent two hours. I spent two hours editing a video to help promote the track the album, everything like that. I go on to Final Cut Pro, everything like that. I'm spending all this time. I put subtitles. I put a title. I put everything. I'm converting between different programs. Boom, I finally get the finished thing. I'm so proud. It looks great. It sounds great. I put it on Instagram and boom, within two seconds, Instagram hits me with this branded content alert. Uh, uh? I never seen this before branded content alert and it's saying I have to take a business partner or something. And then I can't even find just for laughs on the, on the list. It's unbelievable, man. I spent two hours and now I know that because, because it's this branded content alert, it's not going to pop up. No one's going to see it. Never ends out here. Never ends. Maybe I'll just go to space where everything is a lot more simple. These computer problems are driving me crazy, man. So anyway, that's where I got a little bit of spice today. Got a little bit of salt. Because it's just, come on, dude. Like, what is this? You know what's so funny about the Instagram promotions, too? Is it's completely arbitrary. So back in the day, which is crazy to say, but when I was live performing consistently, every weekend I used to be gone, I would always promote videos to the market I was going to, Grand Prairie. I'm promoting a video when I'm going there. 
Edmonton, I'm promoting videos before I go there. A couple hundred bucks. I'm going to sponsor an Instagram video just to see if it brings some people out. And the level of just randomness as to whether a joke would get approved or not was absolutely insane. I would have the same joke. I would promote it, let's say, 10 times over a year. Five times it gets approved. Five times it gets not approved. And it's literally just because it just goes to some random person at the Instagram headquarters, wherever that is, and they decide. And it's probably someone my age. It's probably someone younger than me who just goes like, it, they, they have so much power that they can just go, oh yeah, like, oh, I don't like that. I don't like the content. Disapproved. And then you have to like delete it, repost it, try and promote it, and then it's approved instantly. Random. Random. Anyway, these are, I know I'm very aware these are first world problems, but Oh my God, dude. Is there anything more frustrating than when you're just trying to get your computer to do something and it doesn't do it? And then you find, like, you think you finally find a solution and then you get to the last step and it malfunctions. I would say probably the times in my life where I've gotten the most upset. All right, here's where I've gotten the most upset in my entire life because I really don't, I'm pretty even keel with almost everything. I really don't get too excited about stuff and I don't get, the same, the other way too. I don't get too sad. I kind of stay in the middle with everything. There's not a lot that I go up or down. It's all pretty much just the same all the time. But the two things where I get super, super uh, irritated is computer issues because, hey, computer, just do what I want. And the other one is food. I don't know what it is, man. I don't know what it is about food, but... When somebody eats something that's for me, I'll lose my mind. I will lose my mind. And I don't know what that is. I don't know what triggers it. I don't know if it's maybe from when I was a kid having a twin brother and a little sister and just things would get eaten so fast that I was territorial over. I dude, I don't know. But I distinctly remember, I remember one time I worked all day and I came home and this was back in like when I had a summer job at a golf course. And every now and then you would get these weird shifts that would be from like 5 a.m. in the morning till 5 p.m. at night, like basically a 12 hour shift. And I remember working all day and I came home. And I also had to get up the next day to go to work. So 5 a.m. to 5 p.m., I come home. I basically have to go right to bed because I have to wake up and be back at the golf course again at 5 a.m. And on the way home, I was so hungry. I bought myself a Subway sandwich. A Subway sandwich. And that's all I had at that point. I was tired. I was worn out and I thought, at least I have my Subway sandwich. And I put it on the counter. And I remember, I put it on the counter and I went to the bathroom. And I came back. Not more than 45 seconds after I'd put it down. And there was a huge bite taken out of my sandwich. And I just, I just couldn't believe. (laughs) I could not believe. What I was seeing. And what happened was my mom got a little hungry. And she took a big old bite out of my Subway sandwich. 
And I just remember I lo- I blacked out. I just couldn't. It was the mix of being tired and hungry and just thinking, this is all I have. Even, and you know what's so funny? Even to this day, even thinking about it, I'm getting a little rattled. I'm getting a little rattled because that was my sandwich. And there's nothing worse than when someone eats some of your food and then you eat it and you're not full anymore. Oh my goodness. So anyway, I I remember that. I remember going off with that one. That was bad. And then one time I made food. Same thing, dude. This is the same theme. I made food and I came home hungry, tired. And my food wasn't in the fridge. And I go downstairs. My brother's eating it. He's eating my food now. What? I made these hash browns for myself. Cheese, bacon. But listen, ma. Hash brown chef. And I go downstairs. My brother's eating it. And he goes, yeah, it was in the fridge. Woo. Blacked out on that one too. It's amazing how much being hungry. Never make decisions when you're hungry. Never talk to people when you're hungry. Being hungry is one of those things where you just become a different person. For me, anyway. I think some people can probably handle it pretty well. And like I said, I'm pretty even keel about almost everything. But when I'm hungry, I can't do it. I can't. It just hurts. You want food? You start wanting to kick stuff? You want to push a shopping cart down a hill? And watch it blow up? Those are the thoughts that cross your mind. When you're hungry... You're not yourself. You're out of your mind. And so when you're hungry and you've been daydreaming about a food, because that's what happens with me anyway. When I'm hungry, I daydream about something. I go, especially if I have something already, oh my God, I'm hungry, but I have that pizza when I get home. Right? At least I have that. And then you get home and the pizza's gone and you go, now I have to murder a family member. (laughs) Dude, now I have to fight my own family. Because that food was for me. And maybe that's my reptilian brain. They say we have two. There's the mammal brain and the reptilian brain. And that's got to be my reptilian brain. Just going, dude, they took your food. You got to turn into a real crocodile right now and go bite them. Because the mammal brain is just like, I'm cold. (laughs) I honestly think that's our mammal brain. It's just like, I want milk. I'm cold. And our reptile brain is like, dude, they eat your pizza. You better go yell at people. So yeah, that's how I've been feeling this week. Now, fortunately, I haven't been hungry. Because, dude, if I was hungry at the same time as frustrated with computer stuff, that's where I could see myself. I I could see myself just losing it. I don't know what I would do. I might take a spoon and throw it at a fireplace. Right? Right? I might uh uh I might punch my record player. Like I don't know. <laughs> Ugh. So it's been a, it's been a big and that's where the sauce is coming from today. I think you guys can sense it. You can hear it. I got that sauce. I got a little bit of the frustration sauce. But I think it's going to get better. It is the weekend. It is Saturday. I hope you guys have an amazing day. Get out there. Enjoy it. Try not To get frustrated. Try not even to use your computer. Because we can't trust them. And uh, if you ever get a Subway sandwich, don't leave it out. That's all. That's You know what's so funny, by the way? 
is even to this day, I bring food into my office, like at home. Uh, if I go get a pizza, I bring it into my, and Jen's like, you don't have to bring that into your office. And I'm like, I, I do because of those experiences. I'm like, I feel like I have to protect my food. I'll lock the door. I'll lock a pizza inside a room with me so that I have control. Damn, dude, I got food issues. All right. I'm going to go look this up. I might need to talk to someone. I got these food issues to deal with. And obviously they're pretty deep seated. So I'm going to work on that this weekend. And <laughs> I don't know. I hope you guys aren't hungry. And I hope you don't have the same thing going on. Have it a fantastical Saturday. And of course, I will be back tomorrow. See you guys later. Bye-bye.